Welcome to this very special Christmas edition of the Penny Section Podcast with Lopa and Bauman. Today, we'll be talking about our Golden Globe opinions, as well as two movies that we're really high on this year, Sorry to Bother You and Black Klansman, and what we hope that their existence can mean for the future of black film. So without further ado, enjoy! Okay, great. Uh, greetings. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. We, we live. Um, Woo! I'm, nice and triple. I mean, no, in this situation, I know I, I don't have to train you now, Bam, because mm-hmm. we, we kind of stepped up a little bit in life. Yeah, we got to upgrade on this, um, this equipment. Yeah, so when you say woo, you don't go into the mic. That's a, that's You can go back. I go back? Yeah. Right. You say woo, it's like woo! Yeah, that good? Woo! There you go. All right. Yeah. Oh my God, I almost got this. <laughs> well, greetings, everybody. This is the Penny Section, um, and this is Lopo. And this is Bam. And yeah, we're about to get into a whole lot of stuff. Um, g- greetings to everybody listening to us for the first time. We are back at it, and we are back live. Um, doing a holiday special. We're gonna, we're gonna kind of wrap the year up. Some nice and crispy takes. Let's do this. You know, we're gonna go through the Golden Globes in this ep- episode um, and talk about some movies that we think we need to talk about. Um, we've been off. We've been off for a while. Basically, after we did the episode before the last episode it, we did it in person and then we went back to the phone thing and i was just really mad at it <laughs> <laughs> i was really i was really mad trying to edit this shit or, or not sound it, good yeah it did not sound good so i don't know we're trying to figure it out here um and we yeah we we, we big up to the ashbourne house um for giving us a space right now to, to, to talk thank you, thank you thank you very much we appreciate you um and yeah we're gonna have a regular space we're gonna be doing some regular stuff you'll be you'll see us on the ig so make sure you hit that subscribe button and we talk more soon so all right we the year is wrapping up um they they sent out the golden globe list the mm-hmm. award season is upon us that's right um we're gonna the start, things everybody cares about right we're gonna start off with the golden globes because the Golden Globes does a lot of stuff right. The Golden Globes does a lot of stuff wrong. But <laughs> mostly wrong. Yeah, mostly wrong. But at least there's two things I'll I'll give you I like about the Golden Globes. One, they give the proper respect to movies in this regard. They give comedy respect. <laughs> like they actually have a comedy. Whole ass category. Yeah, they, like for every best <laughs> movie feature, they have they actually like oh no, comedies are good and they are actually are hard. And they deserve a whole ass award. Yeah, they don't deserve a whole ass award. Um, but this is a movie podcast. We're not going to get into any... I don't care about no TV Golden Globes. We're not going <laughs> through none of that. Um, we're just going to talk about basically some of the stuff they have on the slate. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about two movies that um, were, you know, I just think excellent movies. They were black written and directed and themed. Black excellence, baby. Yeah, black excellence, basically. Um, Sorry to Bother You by Boots Riley. That's right. And Black, Black Klansman. Um, Spike Lee. By Spike Lee. And we're, we're going to talk about them because... It's, I, old, it's an old head and a new head. Yeah. In terms of it. And yeah, we, we it's definitely worth talking for. And we and I've definitely found them interesting. Not perfect, but interesting. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, bam. Do so, you know... Mm-hmm. The Golden Globe nominations, like, do you uh, know what? Got them right there. Oh, you do. Yeah. Oh, you're 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 let's, you're advanced. Let's, let's talk about them. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got best motion picture drama. Mm-hmm. We got a Star Is Born. We got Black Panther. We got Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. We got Bohemian Rhapsody, and we got If Beale Street Could Could Talk. Now, now this ha- is a great fucking list because there is three <laughs> black nominees. <laughs> I'm like that is unfucking heard of. Yeah, <laughs> in the category that is. First of all, incredible. Black Klansman is in here, and I was like, I like this movie, but I didn't expect that. God no, damn, no. Spike, <laughs> they they really like paid out yeah. for like Spike's nomination this year. Like, I've nah. seen him get like a good nomination in a while. For real. So, have you watched all these movies? Uh, I have not watched Bohemian, Star Is Born, and Beale Street because they haven't come out yet. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so you have a I mean, technically, you know what if, I really if, find if I'm in mad technical Bohemian Rhapsody, stars a person of color. 
Yeah, I mean, you Zanka. could you could give that meta note because I, yeah. I I don't know the actual. His <laughs> <laughs> name is Rami Malik. All right, Egyptian. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's playing a Persian, so that's actually quite nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we could definitely bring them on the team, but yeah, sure. we we dealing with the the tar skins right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Like we we go take this moment for. <laughs> For all the 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 well 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 defined yeah, Nubians, the um, black folk, the black the, the black folk, mm-hmm. um, but um, I got a surprise on another on an episode about Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> um, we got best motion picture, musical or comedy. Mm-hmm. I don't like that they put musical and comedy together. Golden Globes. I I kind of get why, but like that's not the same it's thing. Weird, yeah. Like I don't want a musical beating a comedy. Yeah, like that's ridiculous. What's the year like the Martian was nominated besides besides like Yeah, but that don't count. Miserable or some shit like that. That like, is why you talk, ass. Why are you talking about a movie ass. that why are you talking about a movie that has nothing to do with a being a musical or a comedy? <laughs> that's the Golden Globes. They, they make, <laughs> you make very odd decisions. The I mean, Martian, Martian was, was a drama that the best motion picture musical, musical or, or comedy. comedy. Yeah. It's, These it, niggas it, are it's, high, it's a, it's a drama that happens to be funny. It's not a fucking comedy. <laughs> the Martian? Yes. A bro. comedy? That's what they said. That's what they fucking said. I was very... So did, did Thor Ragnarok get nominated? <laughs> like, uh, if that's what we're doing? No. Okay, okay. I'm just checking. Um, okay, so they got Crazy Rich Asians, The Favorite, Green Book, Mary Poppins Returns, mm-hmm. and, and Vice. I have um, seen Crazy Rich Asians. It's right. It's okay. I tried to watch Crazy Rich Asians. By tried to watch, I mean I watched like ten minutes. Yeah, it's one of those movies where like it's it's very plain, simple setup. Like you've seen this a million times. Literally, the only difference is like aesthetic. Yeah, like the uh, what we. I mean, this isn't the year in wrap up yet, <laughs> but a lot of the things about movies this year. To me, why why it's why it's really hard for me to do a movie podcast because I love movies more than I love TV shows. <laughs> movies are my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you mostly watch TV shows. <laughs> but no, I don't mostly watch TV shows. But the whole the whole lead up and everything about movies this year has seemed way more about narrative than movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, this is important because women are playing male characters in a reboot. Horrible work. Like, horrible work. That's horrible. The the, the premise of all of these reboots that was for that that reason, horrible. We'll go talk about MIB because I'm getting there. Like, what are we doing? Like, well, I thought we were talking about like Rihanna. I was like, <laughs> yeah, we got Ocean's Eight. Like, yeah, we like, got let, that. Let, let, let her get her check. It's fine. Okay, but it's hard. It's not. I don't care about that. That's not leaving a lasting impression on me. And if you're saying it's because of my man, I was like, I get you. But mm-hmm. I was like, don't placate women. <laughs> Look, don't like not not by placate like yo give in. To, I'm saying don't pander. Don't 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 condescend them. Like let, let, that, let them work. Make them make a like, very make good movie. Make a movie. Yeah. Write it. Like, I mean, yeah, like make a movie that they don't have to be. It doesn't have to be like Tully or one of them other movies was about some woman who made who just made babies mm-hmm. and got sick of it. <laughs> like, OK, make a movie. Wait, that's that's what Tully was about. <laughs> well, that's what I grasp. Yeah. <laughs> You'll hear more in the year end. <laughs> but, oh, uh, shit, I was thinking of Sully. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, Charlie Theron, pregnant. Got yeah, it, got there it, got you go. It. Um, yeah, make a movie about women. That's cool. We don't have to replace male characters. That's not. That's not what we need. Thank you very much. Also, um, Lal Ocean's Eight was directed by a man. But yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, there's that narrative. This crazy rich Asians narrative is about first Asian based movie ever. The Asians who... uh, in like. 15 or so years yeah, was, was the one uh, Joy Luck Club I believe was in Joy 90s. Luck Club that no, that sounds like a movie I heard about before but I definitely don't yeah, know yeah it was like early about. 90s early in the 90s yeah. okay well I was 5 so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah um, yeah I don't I didn't think it was gonna be funny I, I tried to see if it was like is there merit beyond the narrative mm-hmm. and I was just not interested enough to continue it and I was watching it in a setting where I don't I didn't pay a movie ticket to go see it, so mm. I didn't have to devote my entire attention to it, and I chose not 
to continue. I mean, I give it an award for like uh, best uh, architecture and food in a film. Wow. Like, just that's enough that's, for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching. I was, tr- you know, I was trying to get to watch the favorite because from everything I've seen yeah, of it, really yeah, but everything I see of it, I don't know how it's that, how, how, how funny it is. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, 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 it's a movie. <laughs> like, well, I don't know what is in the category, but this it's, is the golden I mean, It's The favorite is a movie about like, uh, rich British royalty and how like, fucked up they are and any right. movie that like, plainly says, hey, do you know how like, inbred and stupid British royalty is? I'm right. very happy about it. I'm very happy for and as we moving on to the next categories, and like, is it this year where I feel it's more, or, or was I just not noticing it enough that there are more movies that they release nominations for before they even Actual come out yeah. than ever before? What the fuck is that? Uh, it's called screeners, and everybody gets uh, yeah, but, movies before them, and they vote for them, okay, and they we're supposed to get excited about movies we have the public has not watched yet. What? Yeah, that's, I don't know how that works. Bro. That don't make no fucking that's sense. How that, that's how that works, bro. No, cloud. No. Like, like, literally no one has seen Mary Poppins, but, like, here it is. <laughs> so nobody has seen these movies except for journalists, mm-hmm. basically. And, I, and as somebody who consumes media journalism, I have to hear them talk about this movie and put it in top ten lists mm-hmm. and this list and that list over and over again without the opportunity to watch it. The, isn't that like, I don't know. Isn't that like should should be some form of 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 art based <laughs> illegality? <laughs> like like you're just. Oh, but you saw the trailer. Make the decision. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're pushing you this as Christian one of the Bale best in movies. <laughs> yeah, you're pushing this one of the best <laughs> movies of the year over and over, trying to ram it down your throat yeah. without people having the. Isn't that like I don't know Stalin? <laughs> like. This is like like you mu- like you must agree with this as we constantly remind you of how good these things I mean, are. I, I guess their logic is by the time the actual award show comes out, you would have seen it. Yeah, don't put it in nothing till people see it. That actual like actual people. Why can't whatever happened to like oh this is you media journalist you movie journalist you 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 person who writes about cinema, mm-hmm. how about you say this is a really really good movie. When it comes out, you should see it before it gets nominated. You're having a war, like, to, to, to credit because a movie. Because they already, like, to paid credit, the check for this to be nominated. But this is so. ridiculous. To credit a movie <laughs> game, with no cultural impact at That's all game, because it baby. cannot have the opportunity to have a cultural impact. I'm like, that, is, that even goes against the movie to me. All right. All right. How I see it. That's ridiculous. How I see it, to be fair to them, I feel like... Only like hardcore like movie niggas actually a care about the nominees before b are gonna like talk about it like only like film internet yeah but it's and hard then, like, to make normal, a transition when, when like, it's hard to make a transmission from normal folk to really caring about movies when you do this stupid ass shit <laughs> okay like this <laughs> is <laughs> like it's hard to be like yo I'm gonna take you seriously but this is ridiculous you like. You you don't even get to measure cultural impact of a movie before you just start telling me that it's better. Like, how are you going to tell me that vice that this shit that nobody has fucking seen once in the regular contemporary world is better than and more important to people than Black Panther? How? By what metric? By by what metric? Your stogie fucking house... A good trailer. <laughs> house stereo system? Like, what the fuck... No, nigga, this is garbage. Like, I can't deal with this. <laughs> Yo, this this is like all of the look at the, all of the motherfucking nominations. It has two Niggas. to three movies that nobody have seen. First of all, why is Green Book there? What the fuck is Green Book doing in Best Director? I, I don't even know. I don't even know what that movie is. Green Book is like, uh, hey, look at white people solving racism in the South. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only thing I fucking care about is Bradley Cooper. In, in, like, like, yeah, other than other than my <laughs> other than my my black brethren, <laughs> only care niggas I care about is Bradley Cooper in in this fucking thing. Yes, Alf, it's like oh because Alfonso Caron made Roma that means it's good. No, this shit could be horrible. Roma's out on Netflix. In their, in yeah, their... yeah, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not I'm not including that. Yeah. But I'm saying this is the narrative, and I tried to watch Roma, and it's in Spanish, so. Rough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it, it, it's black and white. It's art scene. I'm not yet prepared to like. Yeah, it's rough. Emotion. I tried. I was like, all right, this, 
I I'm, I'm I need to devote this to the motherfucking yeah. do this for the pod kind of thing because I'm not actually interested in this. I'm not actually going to say like you know what I needed in my life some Roma. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that. Okay. So that's best director. We got um Adam McKay for Vice movie mm-hmm. nobody's fucking watched. Yep. Alfonso Cuarón Roma nobody really watched that movie but it's they'll, Alfonso Cuarón. They'll, they'll get to it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Bradley Cooper actually made a movie that people gave a fuck about. Mm-hmm. Peter, Peter Farley, Green Book. Nobody watching that shit. Yeah. And The Great Spike. Um, so Spike has never won, right? An Oscar. Nah. Nope. And yeah, like so Ma- you... Ma- Malcolm X here, like him and Denzel got nice and printed up. Yeah, and yeah. They walked and in there like, they was not gonna give him. Yeah. Um, well, they was not going to nope. give him for Malcolm X. Um, nope. There were two races in 1994 whenever oh. it came out. Um, there are two races, uh, 2016. <laughs> 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 all white people this year. It's like, are they gonna give? I'm, I, I'd be interested to know if they're gonna give him a basically honorary, yeah. the honorary, like you, you know, lifetime it. achievement sure, sure. ass fucking award for this that, or whatever. That could be. That could be it. Yeah. I mean, uh, this is his. When's the last good Spike Lee movie? <laughs> like, let's let's talk about that. Nah, I mean, what we're gonna run through his IMDb right now because it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for a few years. Um, he's yeah, he made some not, not great. Nah, <laughs> what he, he did he made that that Ch- Chirac movie? Chirac, yeah. And I think I didn't, I didn't right. even watch it. I just heard it was, I, and and this was another thing too. I heard it was this. I heard it was so bad before it came out that when it came out, I didn't watch it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about this preemptive. I need to have the. I need to jump the gun on a movie decision, um, I being mean, the narrative you, of the movie. You can't like hire a Nick Cannon in like a major role and just expect me to like run into that. Respect. Shit. I mean, that's not, that's not fair to me. As in, I don't want to. I don't. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> to put it. I don't want to put it on a director to say, "Yo, you can't figure out a way to use Nick Cannon." Interestingly, I mean, Tyler Perry was useful in a movie once. I mean, um, oh, keep on coming out the Gone Girl, yo. Yeah, we do, we do. It's gonna keep happening. Yeah. Happened on the Bam cast. It's happening here. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so yeah, I'm not gonna say I mind can't do that, but yeah, the, I don't think Spike. I don't think Spike Lee necessarily is a product as a creator mm-hmm. that makes a good movie. Like, I think he makes. He he's very he's very serious about sticking with his themes mm. that he's trying to portray in movies, and it's sometimes it seems like very tryhardy to me, or it's very I need to make this point, um, versus I am yeah, just it's, I, it's I'm like making sp- a character that I that is interesting versus that I made to make this point, right. and for me. Anybody who listens to back guys know I just care about characters. I don't mm-hmm. really care about the points of anything. Um, I'm looking through his IMDb and like it's mostly like all like like TV shit, and then there's a lot of like bad movies, mm-hmm. right now movies. And the weird thing about them is like I've seen some of these, and like he's going all the fuck up. I think Spike Lee is like one of the directors who's like mad passionate, and you can always tell it's a Spike Lee movie, but. His passion kind of like goes too far if it's not in the right direction. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 like Black Cannon's one mostly works because like this is basically like a, a, a screenplay like Jordan Peele had, had lying around. He's just like, hey, I don't want to do this. Here, Spike, you do this. And then Spike is just like, mm-hmm. put his thing on it and like, great movie. Yeah. I, I feel like it's mainly script why that movie works. Like man and, doing and beer. Just, I don't know if these are yeah. Man doing beer documentaries, dog. Just beer like comedy specials, beer documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, like it's no. The last good movie was. Man has NBA Two K Sixteen on his IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking video game. Go Brazil, bro! Documentary. Moni Davis, I throw like a girl. Documentary. Gerard Carmichael, Love at the Store. Documentary. And this is as a director. The Rodney King play. It's not like he's a produ- It's not like these are just from his production house. This mm-hmm. is director Directing. credits. Yep, yep. This, thing, this is what this nigga been doing. He's just video short Eminem and Nate Hughes headlights. <laughs> like this is Spike fucking Lee, dog. Last movie made was Old Boy. Mid Kelly Rollins <laughs> last video. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Red Hook Summer, The Brick. If God is willing to. And the so where? Comrades. Where is Shire? Oh, Shirek is here. Okay, all right. So yeah, Shirek is his last movie. You're talking no, last... Rodney King is his last. Is this a real movie? No, that's uh Rodney King is a uh, like a stage ne- stage show, Netflix stage show. 
Yeah. So how did he direct anyway? <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Old Boy. Old Boy was the last. That's movie. why I just say yeah. Old Boy <laughs> is his last movie. Movie that you know people didn't hate. Chirac is his last movie, and people um, kind of did hate Old Boy because. Well, yeah, people hate yeah because you know everybody loves the real the, old boy. The real good one, yeah. Yeah, and and whatever, whatever. But this is, and and then it's it's like he just keeps taking IP and just does them in yeah, his Spike Lee way. I mean, this does not count, but like he did uh the movie, the TV version of She's Gotta Have It, which is like. Yeah, when yeah, I saw yeah. that, I was like, "Oh my God, Spike!" Thank yeah, God. yeah, it doesn't count. I watched it. it doesn't I count, like but that like, too. yeah, I was like, "Thank God, Spike!" And knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, it's just a weird, it's a weird career. But I mean, I'm so I'm really wondering. I I just don't think Klansman is is Oscar material to the level. It's like it's, it's it's like he made another movie for him to be mad that he didn't win about. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, he, he, what I like about Black Klansman, it doesn't feel like it's trying to be Oscar-y. It just feels like. Yeah, this is kind of a decent Spike Lee movie. Okay. That's what I appreciate about it. It it, it, it doesn't seem pandering, right. right? It feels like uh, Spike took a good script and mm-hmm. was like, "Hey man, let me let me." Yeah, it's a good movie. We're gonna go. We're gonna get into it. Um, so we're still in the Globes. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Mm-hmm. Gle- uh, okay, Glenn Close, the wife, Lady Gaga, Stars Born, um. Melissa McCarthy in a movie I never heard about. <laughs> Can you ever forgive me? Um, <clears throat> Nicole Kidman in Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosamund Pike in A Private War. That's what, uh, like, <laughs> Nicole Kidman is one of the things where like, I saw the trailer. I'm just like, oh, this looks pandering. As a <laughs> I think it's impossible for up. Gaga not to win this. I've never yeah, watched any of these she's, movies. She's but, coming the fuck for it. But like, sure. if she don't win this, then what the fuck is she going to win? Yeah. It's um, one of the things where you look at it and you're like, yeah, I guess her. <laughs> <laughs> right, so the be- best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um, Constance Wu, Crazy Rich Asians, Charlize Theron, Tully, mm-hmm. uh, Ellis Fisher, Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade, actually, really fucking love Eighth Grade. Right, eighth yeah. Really good. Okay, I'll add it to the list. Emily Blunt in a movie nobody's seen. <laughs> um, Olivia Coleman in The Favorite, another movie that nobody's Nobody seen. seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are we supposed to do? Like, when you release this, what am I supposed to do with this? I'll be like, oh, I really liked Ellis Fisher in 8th grade. I wonder how she'll compete with these phantoms of movies. Yeah, I feel like most people are going to look at this and go like, uh... Isn't this based on opinions? So, when you're in the media and you go out and you're just pushing all of this shit, right? Isn't it supposed to be very transparent that... Is an opinion is a is a is a general opinion. Like who's, who's who did the best? Job? Like I swear, I'm I'm trying, I'm cussing this out so hard, and I swear I have an opinion about Vice based on how much fucking shit I heard about it already. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, just like stop. <laughs> let me let me ingest this thing, please, before you stranglehold mm-hmm. my presence of mind about it. Like, what what are we doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah, here's where this is going to go. Uh, all the people who have not seen these movies, which is uh, most of them, I'm sure, mm-hmm. are going to look at this list and go like, uh, who do I love more, Emily or Charlize? But that doesn't, ex- that and, doesn't and make that's, that's, sense. <laughs> no, that's what it's going to come down to. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense, okay? It doesn't make sense. And, yeah, we're doing the pod and I'm doing an IG video right now. Oh, my God. Because oh my God. Oh my people God. need to know we're doing the pod and the pod's happening and you're going to hear this on the pod. Yeah, look at um, an entire studio, guys. Look at this shit. Yeah, you're hearing the IG video on the pod. Oh, my God. Oh my it's God. it's like it's like it's media <laughs> metamorphosizing into mm-hmm. another form. Um. So, yeah, like, anyway, this... I've, I was like, what? I have various opinions. I was like, I don't think they're going to give Charlie's another one. <laughs> like, I just don't. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder if they're gonna give the Asian people some yeah, something. Yeah, might, might be. Because they don't. They're, they're, not, they're not gonna. Elsie Fisher is like a ten-year-old girl. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. Quit and give her that. Yeah, that that'd be a rough. That'd be a rough one. Uh, um, best performance by an actress in a supporting role of any motion picture. Eddie Adams in a movie nobody's seen. Mm-hmm. Um, Claire Foy in First Man. Have you watched First Man? <laughs> That dude, uh, Damon Chazelle, mm-hmm. he did La La Land before this. He's really weird. He does like, every time I say like he does a trailer, I'm just like, I'm not fucking watch this movie. And a week before the movie comes out, I'm just like, I do not fucking care about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's how I'm with La La Land. I was like, oh, this trailer's incredible. I can't wait to watch it. La La Land came out. Oh, fuck I'm not movie. watching La La Land. And then La La. First Man came out. I'm like, oh shit. Ryan Gosling, Baby Goose. 
motherfucking Claire Foy from The Crown. She's like an incredible actress. I'm ready for it. And then like a week before it came out, I was like, nah, I don't need to see this. <laughs> it's a weird. His movies have a weird effect on. Nah, I'm not. Um, I'm not doing that. That 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 can pass. Um, the the whole thing about. Best and it points to give it to Regina King because she's black. And <clears throat> yeah, Beale Street. Yeah, I really want to watch Beale Street. I really do. Um, I think that that would be cool for me to watch I, that. I, I very much doubt uh, Jamaica is gonna take that little indie ass movie. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't. I don't need the theater to watch movies. That's not just how this works. That's I wanna. I wanna, I wanna like support black folk, man. I wanna get them money. <clears throat> well, guess what? Our country doesn't allow it, so <laughs> I will still intake. Fair. I'll still take the content. Thank you very much. Uh, I know a lot because, like, <laughs> uh, like, like, Jonathan, this when like fucking Spider Man into the Spider Verse came out, mm-hmm. like the movie director should have been smart enough to know that like niggas like want to watch that, like <clears> big ass <throat> niggas are into Spider Man, and they only had it for like five o'clock, and it was like you're leaving money on the floor, guys. Come on, like read the room. Boy, I don't know. I. I, I I obviously think there must be a reason to take movies out for a money reason. Like, yeah. so, just like, niggas, I can't even say, yeah, like, like they must, they just be like, oh boy, we can't bother, <laughs> keep this, <laughs> nobody now come see it, so we're gone. I was mm. like, I don't, I don't understand how our system works, but, you know, Palace Amusement, definitely, if we get big enough, you just reach out to us and we can have this power because yeah, we'll we'll we definitely want that sponsorship. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. We got Bradley. We got John David Washington in Black Klansman. Bradley Cooper, Stars Born, just in case somebody's dense. Lucas <laughs> Hedges, Boy Erased. Boy? Boy. And, and Rami Malek. Malek. Yeah. In Bohemia Rhapsody. Uh, yeah, Bradley and Gaga is going to come in and just take their awards. I'm, I'm pretty pretty sure that's what's going to If Rami doesn't win this, this is a robbery. Oh, you've, is Bohemian like actually? Yeah, I've watched Bohemian. Bohemian is like actually legit good. If Rami doesn't win this, it's a robbery. Anyway, like I'm, not, I'm not even, I'm not going into Bohemian. Right. I'm not, that's not this episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a um, whole Bohemian Rhapsody episode? You're going to find out. <laughs> I, William I, I, Dafoe at Eternity's Gate. Is that in this too? Oh, uh, never one, two, fucking three, four, heard five. of that. So yeah, William Dafoe at Eternity's that Gate. That sounds horrible. I don't want to watch that. Um, <clears throat> best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Christian Bale in Vice. John C. Riley in Stan and Ollie. Mm-hmm. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda in Mary Poppins Returns. Oh boy, you know he going. <laughs> Even I though mean, nobody seen that mean Lin Manuel Miranda is up. Yeah, niggas, niggas love you him. You know I mean, he's <laughs> going. <laughs> niggas love him. Oof, I mean, Christian Bale though, like. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Vice is the best movie nobody has ever seen. Like I said, I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, look at Christian Bale putting on all that makeup and oh, getting fat. What the fuck he's about gonna, the trailer? What the fuck win? a trailer have to do with a movie? He's gonna win. You know much? You know much people have made trailers on IG of movies that don't exist. <laughs> so yeah, I don't give a fuck I'm, about I'm your not, trailer. I've been on internet. <laughs> so yeah, I don't fucking care. You think they're gonna like waste their time and like give Robert Redford, even though he's has a million awards? That was that's that's an album filler right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a stat filler. That's a stat stuffer. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's gonna be like, I have fifty hundred Golden Globe yeah, nominations. He, he, he won't show up. He yeah. Vigo Mortensen in the Green Book, apparently, or Green Book. Yo, I've never seen something that's. That's in so many categories of awards that I'm never, never gonna watch. Right, yeah. Like, like the like Green, Green Book, Book is shit. so fucking weird. Like, uh, Green Book is literally uh, I'm of uh, the Green Book was an actual book black people could buy back in the sixties. It was basically, it was a map of the South and it showed all the restaurants you could go to that was safe for black folk mm-hmm. and all the ones you shouldn't go to because like run by racists. Mm-hmm. And so. It's a great book. Black people loved it. Really, I'm sure helped out a ton of people back in the day. And they're like, "Hey, let's make a movie about that." <clears> great. <throat> What's it going to be about? Oh, it's going to be about a white man carrying around <laughs> a, a white protagonist, <laughs> a white protagonist carrying around Mahershala Ali to to one place while he like plays piano. And they're like, "Got it." I'm sure white people love it. 
Uh, this that's uh, what Green Book is it about. Sounds so problematic. Man. It super duper is, and it got <laughs> a ton of awards. Cause uh, boy oh boy, white people love some cat. Do they not learn anyway? They never. Uh-huh. So best performance by actor in a supporting role in a motion picture. Mahershala. Uh, right. So we got um, Adam Driver, Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. We got Mahershala Ali, Green Book. We got Richard E. Grant. Can you ever forgive me? Sam Rockwell, the greatest movie nobody's ever seen. Mm-hmm. And we got Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet in Beautiful Boy. Do you know... I've never you, seen any except for Black Clansman. Not a fucking thing. When it's, it's yeah. Uh, do, who, like, I hear Timothy Chalamet is a name I hear all the time. Yeah, uh, he's the kid from Combine. Name. Combine. He, like, legit, like, deserved Oscar nomination for that. Right. I'm trying to, like, place him and see what movies I've ever seen him in. He's the most... Because he's on my list of the nigga I hear about the mo- most that yeah. I've never seen in anything ever. Because I didn't watch Call Me By Your Name. Cause uh, he, I, he, I don't he's know what a that very is. small part in your favorite movie, um, Interstellar. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Talk about movies I don't watch. That's such a podcast as well. Yeah, there you go. Like, first of all... Yeah, Pete, apparently he's going to be a very big thing. He's very yeah, he's like killing it. Like he's, he's really yeah, but he's, he's and he he specifically does like Oscar baiting movies. So like they're gonna yeah, I I don't know about he's like if Emil Hirsch was a woman or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm looking at him right now. I'm like this guy is no, really he's a, he's really baby butter. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pretty ass nigga. <laughs> um. So yeah, um, I my bet is Timothy Chalamet because I hear about him in. About all things, all the time, and I've never this, seen anything I, yeah. he does. So actually, this he's this would be fine if uh, Green Book, being the little white people catnip that it is, if mm. the only award it won was Mahershala, I'd be like, great, <laughs> <laughs> perfectly fine. Good, yeah, that'd be. Also, how the fuck you gonna make a movie about the Green Book and a black man is a supporting character? How you <laughs> fucking piece of shit! I hate it. So fucking dumb. Anyway, get the Black Man Network. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way to, to justify that movie and to validate your placing it in all these awards. Yep. Uh, I mean, for all these nominations, is to give the Black Man as the only winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so best screenplay: Vice, Roma, Barry Jenkins, Bill Street Could Talk, Deborah Davis, and Tony McNamara. Uh, McNamara. Yeah, <laughs> the favorite words. And Green Book, once again. Oh, look at that. Okay, so here comes your movie. Mm-hmm. Best original score in a motion picture. Oh, yeah. Alexandre um, Desplat. Desplat. Oh, I love dogs. Oh, my I God, they got no words. Look at that. Look at that. Good for them. You want to talk about this now or, or year? I love dogs. Uh, I love dogs is cute and I already forgot it. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, that was... Okay, so we did a podcast. The, the podcast that we did was Summer Wrap-Up where Bam was supposed to name his five movies of this year so far or of the yeah, summer like or summer, something yeah. like that. Yeah. And he put Island Dogs and he put all sorts of other shit where he was cheating. He put a fucking comedy special on there. Um, yeah, I did not read the rules. <laughs> he doesn't follow the like, rules. What did I like? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so Island Dogs was on that. I tried, I watched it and I said... It's a good sleep, right? You're an idiot. <laughs> Dogs is a really good but people movie. like Isle of Dogs. I just think people like dogs. That's yeah. all this is. It's 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 stop motion dogs. I mean, what's... people like dogs. Netflix has a show called Dogs, which is just people. With yeah, dogs. I saw the trailer for that. I'm like, mm, I don't need to cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Isle of Dogs is getting up for this. Um, Black Panther is getting up for this. Ludwig Goranson. Yeah, that's like one of the most memorable me... scores of the year. Like. Mm. You know, but cultural impact has nothing to do with movies since that we are awarding people shit for sure. shit that nobody has seen. Yeah, Green Book. Um, Marco Beltrami, A Quiet Place. I think... I just watched A Quiet Place the other day. It's a really fucking good... I wouldn't call yeah, the score it's really, it's <laughs> the best part, but like... I think it's, a, I think it's an A Quiet Place ass thing to win. Yeah, that'd be, <laughs> that'd be very like, mm, 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 clever. <laughs> clever. That movie yeah. where you must keep I was a trying fuck to quiet. <laughs> 
you know, um, since we've been doing the recent, you know, repush of the podcast, my girlfriend has listened to an episode, mm-hmm. and she definitely did not appreciate my commentary about her. Sure. Um, on one of the episodes, so I definitely want to reach out mm-hmm. to her by saying this: she really likes a quiet place. Mm-hmm. We tried to watch it together. I fell asleep. She finished it. She was like, "This was one of the best movies I've ever seen." It is. I mean, it's. It was so creative. It's, it's it original. was so different. <laughs> it was original. It's a slapping movie. Now, mind you, she also likes mechanic. Re- <laughs> I just uh, gotta be yeah, so maybe mad. Maybe shouldn't trust her. <laughs> you know, but she really. Yeah, likes while he lifts in your girlfriend up, I think I'll <laughs> pick her back down. <laughs> mechanic is trash. <laughs> And she also really liked Den of Thieves. Um, That's a blackout. Like, every, like, nuckle <laughs> I, I know. He's like, yo, man, Den of Thieves was like the best action movie. I was like, mm, yeah. okay. She, she has those opinions. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she really likes A Quiet Place. So I want to make sure everybody who likes A Quiet Place and knows how good and how technically great and how um, different that movie was, my girlfriend's on your side. She has taste in that. <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, so First Man. Got, okay, so I'm going to talk about First Man. You know, I actually watched it. Um, yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not really bad. It's just... Is the moon scene at least oh. good? Like, the whole movie is just like, well, I want to see uh, more. You know, I don't care about none of this. Oh, it, does it look pretty? <laughs> like, just as an energy of a movie. motion of, pro- of activity and project, it's just horrible. Here's the thing about First Man. When, when I saw that they were doing it, I'm like, oh, that's very odd because, like, Neil Armstrong, if, like, anybody who's, like, read about him knows, like, he's, like, a notoriously boring nigga. Like, he's just, like, and yeah, they so made I don't do, do my job. I don't. He had, like, zero personality. Yeah, and they so made the movie So when they are doing a movie about him, I'm just like, uh, all right, cool. I'm guessing this is about the people around him who are interested. <laughs> I'm hoping. I hope we don't concentrate on this. That's what they say. Like, I've, I've heard the reviews before I watched it and they were like, yeah, you know, Buzz, you know, his charisma comes out and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that moves this movie about people going to the moon. It's so hard for me to imagine that you can have a dragging ass, <laughs> dreary ass, mm-hmm. unimaginative sure. version of the, moon the <laughs> first time motherfuckers went to the moon like so that's a notoriously exciting time how do, how do you make like how do you friggin' make that like snoresville like i don't get it um concentrating on the they should make a buzz aldrin movie buzz aldrin is like well, i mean it was an oscar honey ass yeah. movie it, Buzz Aldrin is like a hype as fuck. He's a cool nigga. Make a movie about him. Yeah. Or do, do just, we're just with different people. Unless y'all was making the movie to be as dampered as Neil Armstrong's personality. Yeah. In, in that case, good job, folks. Good job. Um, and Mary Poppins Returns is up for best score, even though nobody knows one song of this musical. I'm guessing it's the same theme from the six. That don't make no goddamn sense. You go give somebody an award. Just rework it, guys. We're talking about somebody winning an award for a musical in score where nobody knows the song. I think Disney just had a lot of money left over from their incredible year of owning all the movies. So they just like bought out the song. Okay, but we got to talk about this real quick mm-hmm. because if my boy Kendrick wins a Golden Globe, oh, that shit. means my boy Kendrick may be winning an Oscar. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm talking about. He got Make it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make this happen. You get me? Can you win a Tony he... Award for like stage performance? <laughs> I mean, y'all saw him in fucking Atlanta. That nigga got it. Yeah. <laughs> he can get in this world, bro. Don't play with him. And now they're making good black movies. Like, oh, give my boy shit, Kenrick man. some work, bro. Um, so yeah, best original song, All the Stars, Black Panther, which features Kendrick Lamar and Sizzle. Mm-hmm. Uh, girls in girl in the movies, Dumpling. Dumpling? What? What the fuck? There's a movie called Dumpling. Dumpling. Watch it. Wait, <laughs> dumpling is that like the little thing that played before The Incredibles 2 I don't know bro it's probably a kids movie yeah. um, Requiem of a Private War A Private War what are these movies what are these movies but you know I'm fucking I'm so mad they go give we'll give Gaga go, we'll no, give Gaga yes we'll I'm annoyed Gaga. dog right? 
Like, she's doing I, best actress and best original song. What's that no, that ain't. They, they need What's to nip that, that in the bud. Okay, What's that shit. That's some bullshit. She could walk up there with her two awards, hype as fuck, so spitting Madonna's face. I'm so like, haha, beat you to it, nigga. Sing. Um, so best motion picture animated, Incredibles two, Isle of Dogs, Mira, Ralph breaks the internet, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. So, are we doing your 20 minutes on Spider-Man and Spider-Verse now, or you want to save it for year-end? Um, year-end, yeah. Year-end, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, whoever wins that is cool. Um, I guess Spider-Man should win, it according should. to Ban. It should. Um, best motion picture, foreign Spider-Man language. is incredible. Um, Roma is going to win that. I don't there's a movie called Girl. Girl? <laughs> Girl, I, never look away from Roma. <laughs> she shoplifts. <laughs> and another one called Capernaum. Capernaum. Yeah. Um, never look away. Shopli- and another one called Shoplifters that I heard good things about. And But they're foreign language movies. I don't know if I'm watching those. Like yeah, I'm not. I'm not in. I'll, I'm not I'll, into I'll the meta Roma shit. At some point, I'm not into the meta I shit. Guess. Like I have to like read the whole I movie. Guess. Like, like I, I, I read books. I, I, I save. I, I, ch- I channel the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not trying to read a movie. Sometimes you know. Um. Okay. So television series. So we're done. Yeah. We are done with the Golden Globes. We're not gonna do best or best director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're also. done. We're done with the Golden Globes. That's what's us up. Basically, you heard us talk about movies where half of them you didn't watch, mm-hmm. or half of them is some kind of racial theme, <laughs> <laughs> or about people, or about musicians who die <laughs> or died. <laughs> um. So, who gonna win the EGOT before Lady Gaga or Kendrick? I mean, Lady Gaga, yeah, she could win. It. Yeah, she could wrap up a whole lot of business. Right, she already got the Grammy, so she could do a whole lot of work right now. But then she, she already has a Golden Globe, right? Yeah, last era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, EGOT is isn't it? Um, Emmy, Grammy, Grammy Oscar, Oscar Tony. Tony, right? So she just needs to go in any TV show. Trust me, everybody's calling her now. Mm-hmm. She could do that easy. Um, but was I'm trying to figure out if. Kendrick's episode in Atlanta, if that oh, was Emmy. for last Emmy season or this one. Uh, last year, they didn't win anything. The year before, they won all the things. Oh, okay. So, Kendrick, there is a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Someday, Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, Gaga. Gaga, I didn't. I never thought Gaga could be what she is right now. I mean... I mean, the first time we saw you, they like, oh, this bitch is mad dramatic. I'm sure she could be in something. Yeah, but I did not expect that. <laughs> Just taking a quick break to the penny section for a word from our sponsors. Anyway, that's it for year end. Because um, <clears throat> we're going to talk about two other joints we're talking about. We're talking about the black excellence. Yes. All right. So, there, there, so there's, there's, there's a lot about black excellence this year that I think is cool. Um, we're going to talk about Black Handsman and Sorry to Bother You, mm-hmm. but, you know, just shout, I'm shouting out Support the Girls um, and it, it, Beale Street, Support the Girls I've watched, Beale Street I want to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he was, he's big, he watched wi- uh, Widows. Widows is. Yeah, I didn't. Good. With Viola killing some, some, doing some cool stuff. Um, so, we're talking about these two movies because one, they're both, we both watch them. Um, Important, right? They're very, very a, a rarity on this podcast. Very rare, so we gotta get through them. And I, I literally just watched them back to back before to refresh my memory today. Okay. Yeah, so I'm gonna be fresh. I'm gonna be sharp. Oh I'm gonna God. be like oh you. <laughs> when it comes to like knowing watch, shit about the movie, I watch both of them once and they stuck in here. <laughs> um. Because I'm I'm going to, I don't think this these are not big mainstream movies, so I do not think a lot of people who listen to this necessarily have watched them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try to keep the the meta ness um the 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 commentary in a non spoiler way. But people who watch the movie will know what I say when I say it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Wait, we're not spoiling these like people I'm, that are like watching. Bam, the it's, point it's of very, the podcast. It's very hard to talk about. The bu- bam, the point of the podcast is uh-huh. not to spoil movies for people. Like, we spoiled, if the first we, time we spoiled several movies in the past. Though. 
if the first time yeah but this is these are the only two movies that we've discussed and uh-huh. i think the first time that people may hear about them sure. is this podcast is right? okay, yeah fine. yeah so we're not gonna spoil those the year end we can start spoiling some stuff because some of those movies <laughs> yeah we don't care they're both about communism yeah <laughs> so yeah we're not gonna spoil it but that don't mean we're not gonna talk about the motherfucking movies all right so sorry to bother you right little backstory on that. Directed by Boots Riley. Woo! This is his first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically had this script from a workshop. Yeah. Like, years ago, he's been sitting on this. Yeah. Like, trying to figure it out. Right. So, he's been working on it from from, from, from time. He went to, like, um, boot every camps. Studio. Yeah. <laughs> every studio. Um, everything just, just, just creating this. Mm-hmm. And no money. Um, it's like four million dollars he did this right? yeah so four million dollar movie um, and I hope he's made every yeah so but oh, box yeah, it's, office it's made back it's yeah made man back. box office is 17.9 million mm-hmm. and he spent 3.2 million there we go. on the budget um, and this I, this movie got a lot of motherfuckers in it um, it got Lakeith yeah. Stanfield yep. from you know Atlanta get out mm-hmm. fame you this, know this nigga's gonna win a lot of awards at some point in time. Like he's he's yeah he's coming the, in he's, hot. He's legit. Yeah. Um. We got Tessa Thompson, who is you know, Will Smith and MIB coming soon. <laughs> uh, he looks so upset. <laughs> looks so upset. I like Tessa Thompson a lot. Yeah, Thor Ragnarok, bro. Yeah. Creed. Creed. She's good. Yeah, but fuck that shit. Anyway, <laughs> she was great in this movie. Um, Jermaine Fowler, Omari Chadwick. But we got dudes like Cherry Cruz. We got Patton Oswald. We got David Cross. We got Danny fucking Glover. Mm, oh my God, doing the best white voice. We got Steven Wynn. And we got Army fucking Hammer. Mm, my nigga. All right. So the basic premise of the movie is um, that Lakeith Stanfield. Stanfield plays the main protagonist. His name is Cassius. He is a bum-ass nigga. Yep. (laughs) He's a bum-ass nigga living in his uncle's garage garage with his artist girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And he has... He's (laughs) boo-boo dumb. Um, Accurate, yes. And basically, there's... In in this world, there is a company called Worry Free Mm -hmm. where they basically are offering you lifetime employment... And housing, if you sign a contract, basically, a contract, yes. yeah, to 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 basically work for them for the rest of your life. So interesting. It's, it's a world of creating contractual slaves. Um, it, it takes place in the very near future, in like a, I would say, alternate universe. But maybe not. Um, and he, basically, the movie almost starts off with him in a job interview just telling a bunch of lies yeah. lying to get a job as, lying as to get a job have to do. as a telemarketer and to the guy basically calls him on all the lies because he <laughs> literally chose the worst lies possible sure um and gave him the job anyway because it's a telemarketing job and he'll give the job to anybody yeah just just show up just show up yeah. um so we've all been there come on and the main crooks of the movie is that he was, you know, really bad at this job. He's just this average guy until the great Danny Glover pulls up, yeah. pulls up and gives him some game, and basically tells him, um, "If you want to excel at this job, what you have to do is you have to speak in a white voice." In your white voice, right? Um, and then he starts doing that, and then he starts ascending. And then a lot of crazy stuff start happening over and over and over again. You can watch the movie. Uh, it's, it's really fucking good if you watch any fucking movie this year that's like weird as shit. This is probably it. Yeah, it's the it's the it, it's it's one of the weirdest movies of the year. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's really made by black people. So, made, happy. so made by black people. Really happy about that. So to stem into that and into Black Klansman, mm-hmm. Black Klansman, we did a little bit about it. You know. The, the story is that Ron, Ron Stall... Ron Stallworth. Stallworth. Oh, speaking of white voices. Oh, my God. 
Oh, oh you you're so right. Ah. Oh. Oh, I, I told you, you before. <laughs> it was like, these movies are so similar. I'm like, nah, they're so different. But <laughs> God damn it, they're actually horrendous. I didn't similar. even say two words and you uh, fucking picked it up, you uh. dumbass. <laughs> so, yes, it's about a black cop called Ron Stallworth. First detective in Arkansas? Okay. In um, Cor- Coral Springs. Um, set in it's set in the 1970s, Coral Springs. Coral Springs is where again? I, I feel like it's Arkansas. I think it's Little Rock. Like, yeah, I mean, it's some Hickassville. Um, where uh, President Bill Clinton is from, I'm pretty sure. Okay, there you go. Well, I I'll go with Bam. I don't know. Um, so yeah, set in Coral Springs in 1970s. He's the first black cop. He got his big impressive afro. Yeah, um, glorious afro. Glorious afro, and he basically they give him an interview. It's it um it starts with the interview. <laughs> Bob is so mad. <laughs> Niggas can't see me fucking roll in my eyes. Right now. Don't worry, we they're fucking alike, Lobo. We soon saw the video, so okay, I can I can have your rage when I'm this oh. right. <laughs> it starts with the interview where they're asking him if he can basically be the Jackie Robinson of the police. <laughs> And if he can, if somebody calls him a nigger, if he can turn the other cheek, <laughs> um, and shit like that, and he, you know, Jesus it up. Yeah, he and he answered like, my my father was a military man. I was mm-hmm. raised right, mm-hmm. and I can do right by this. Mm-hmm. And basically, he starts working, and he gets like, you know, bumming. He's getting in some bum ass positions, and he's trying to make waves. And he basically saw I think he even saw an ad or he saw something yeah, he saw the phone number newspaper editorial, yeah. yeah newspaper yeah something something in the paper about calling in, if you want to become a part of the Ku Klux Klan and <laughs> you know because Arkansas <laughs> yeah you, you can just pick up the paper and join the clan mm-hmm. um, and he called as he do and he used his white voice that's right and convinced them into the KKK. <laughs> and ascended into the KKK over the phone. <laughs> so, these movies are so as similar. you can see, <laughs> they're very, very fucking similar. Yeah. So what does that say about creation? Right? <laughs> like that, first of all, I mean, I mean the creative input of like yeah. What what does that say about this current, the studios this current that made this movie? Yeah. The 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 right the writers that made this movie? Because what you said, Jordan Peele wrote this. He wrote Black Clans one. Yeah, yeah. yeah he wrote Jordan Peele wrote Black Clans and Booth Harley wrote Sorry to Bother You. Yeah. So it seems. I mean, I mean, yeah. Well, Boots wrote this like a while back. Yeah, right? a while back. No, no, it. he's sitting on it. I'm not saying that I mean, they wrote it like. Similar to yeah. that, but it's about them coming out this yeah. year. Yeah, obviously it's it's stemming into a representation of blackness that has to be repressed. Yeah, um, in order to survive, in order to thrive, in order to fit in. They're both about uh, <clears throat> code switching. Exactly, yeah. and how black people have to do that. And I think it's a great representation of that parallel. In a movie that is not overtly just trying to shove an idea down your mouth, it's yeah. just literally showing you the usefulness of it. And Black Klansman does it in the past, mm-hmm. and Sorry to, Sorry to Bother You does, does it the in the future. future. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. You yeah. didn't, you didn't see, you see? <laughs> yeah. they get it right. The movie's fucking similar. Um, and I just, thought, I just thought that was that rocks. I mean, this is from one first-time director who never did anything except this, yeah, and this is from fucking Spike Lee. Legend. <laughs> and I, I just Veta, think veteran it, it says so much. It says so much about the the where the way that of the world that we're still in in 2018, yeah. where this is such a stark representation of our future. Yeah. In, if you're an African American, I'm not going to say oh, I'm Jamaican. Um <clears throat> yeah. but our the of our future and our past and yeah. the parallels of how fucked up it all is mm-hmm. still. And in sorry Currently. to bother you, <laughs> in sorry to bother you, you see the advancement of it because the whole the whole real pro- there's no clan in sorry to bother you. I, I would but, say I would say the main <clears throat> difference between the two is black clansmen is strictly about race. And exactly. sorry to bother you strictly about, about class. class. Yeah. yeah. And about um capitalistic control. Yeah. Basically. Um and it's and it's and it's my bank. So 
I'm not somebody who normally like gives a fuck about the theme of this, but this theme <laughs> was well done, and I find it very weird that I am liking something that is so similar. It's just to me, it just it makes me re- remember how much I love art. Yeah, that even if something is different to similarities. No, even if something is very similar, I can appreciate it on its own merit because normally, fundamentally. I would not like a movie like I wouldn't like, <laughs> like if all the black movies just came out about white voices. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I just thought it's, like it's like in the early nineties when like they had like a million like hood movies. Yeah, like how tough it is living in South, e- exactly. South Central. Yeah. But there's some dope ass hood movies in yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like Boys in the Hood is dope. Yeah. Or like you know things dope. Like so. Society. The <laughs> Society is dope. Um, motherfucking. What's Jeez. the what's the icy thing that one again? Oh, uh, the card. No, no. Uh, Fuck. Wesley Snipes? Yes, Wesley Snipes. Um, New Jack City. New Jack City, yeah. All them yeah. shits, right. Um, so, yeah, like, that's what I love about art. It's like, sometimes it's it's it's, it's about the execution. Yeah. And it's about the writing. And it's about the character development. Yeah. And I completely get it. So, if you were to compare the performances between Lakeith um, yeah. and John. John David Washington. If yeah. you don't know, John David Washington is Denzel's son. Yeah. So acting is literally in his blood. Mm-hmm. And Lakeith is just a quirky motherfucker. Quirky motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Went to film school or some shit. Uh, acting school. You want me to compare the two? Yeah, if you say, who, who who's your favorite performance out of the two? So them, um, you have to. Lakeith. If, Lakeith. I think Lakeith I got a lot more to do. I agree. He was, it's a weirdo role. Yeah. Very, like, like, I can't spoil the movie, but like he goes on quite the journey yeah i would say as a character and uh he she changes a lot he learns a lot he goes through a weird weird so can i adventure and john he's a good character i like the character mm-hmm. but he doesn't change as much mm-hmm. as like he, he's kind of the same guy yeah. at the end of the movie yeah it's more just like I agree. You went, uh, you went on a good story with him. And, he's, he's and I see what you did there with the same guy at the end of the movie. <laughs> Those who watched, mm-hmm. no. Those who don't, we're not spoiling it. Um, go fucking watch it. Go watch it. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Um, this is not much fun conversation when I agree. But I agree. <laughs> Um, I think like he. What do you want to cuss about? I'm, I, I was, I was going to like, I got to I gotta pick some nits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think what I like, I think I want... Lakeith to play an extremely charismatic character. I mm. think Lakeith, I really weird, love he's good at exactly. Yeah. Like I, I really love his acting style. Like I feel it's very intimate mm-hmm. um, in his delivery. But I want to see, I want to see the range of it yeah. now. Because in Get Out, you know what that is. In <laughs> Atlanta, you know what that is. Yeah. And in this. He gets, he basically gets like a role where that character is well fleshed out and he's the main protagonist. Yeah. Um, like, and it's like the same thing, John. I would like to see him have a character which is not as braggadocious. Is as, this his first movie? It's not his first. I didn't bring up his full IMDb. I don't think it's his first first movie, but it's his definite. It's his first lead, lead, uh, lead, lead right? Yeah. Um. And, but from what I know him from, because I know him from Ballers. <laughs> That's the first time I saw him in anything. Um, yeah, like, I, I know he can do big, you know? And mm-hmm. this this role is big. And it's, it's it's cool. And I'm just saying this because I really like where we're going mm-hmm. um, culturally. I want the art, the arts... Uh, the artsiness of black creativity. Cinemata, yeah. Yeah, to really get a chance flourish. to flourish. Like the Wes Andersons and the, the, the all the, all the other forms of the world where we don't have to be pigeonholed into into yeah. hard life of the city. <laughs> I, I mean, my, my favorite aspect of these two movies is uh, A, they're very strange, like just on paper. Like... Uh, black Hansman is literally like, hey, what if a black person infiltrated the KKK? You're like, mm-hmm. oh, that's fucking interesting. Like, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to bother you is... I, I can't fucking get into that. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, they're, they're just so strange and usually... Yeah, like I said, like black movies are usually like pigeonholed into like, mm-hmm. hey, why don't you make a movie about like living in the hood? Mm-hmm. Or like, 
hey, what if two black people wanted to have sex? Mm, like that's yeah. that that's or world. Yeah, that's, or like, or that's like, the world that we live in. Yeah, or like, and, hey, and why don't you play basketball? <clears throat> exactly. Like, like this, it's like black movies have been. Oh, let's represent ourselves on screen. And to me, these what are do like, white people think black people do. I think is yeah mainly what they no, but even these are even when black people make them like when John yeah. Singleton or Spike Lee or yeah, whoever yeah, yeah. used to make the movies, it would be like let's re- let's you know no we don't get to see our city or our hood right. or all <laughs> this, so let's make something about that. Yeah, and this is more like let's let black creativity flourish, flourish into a way yeah. that we can actually create just dynamic environments right. about. And you can see the stemming of uh, the black experience through this creativity, mm-hmm. but you can actually see the creativity. You can actually <laughs> see the, the 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 breadth of how wide that we can we can expand out of our surroundings or our livelihood or whatever, and still be black. Black as fuck, yeah. And still be. And it's very funny that these these movies, obviously written in this way and in this creative breath, is about code switching. Mm. Because that's the kind of life the that these niggas <laughs> yeah. who wrote this clearly has to live yeah. in order to be black and be creative. Mm. So I hope in that in a space where we can cultivate art like this, that we basically have more of this and that representation. So we, we don't have to fucking code switch and we don't have to stay enshrined in whatever we mm. are, mm-hmm. but, but we can dominate the film world like with a variety yeah like how we dominate fucking basketball (laughs) (laughs) like yeah with a variety with like yeah it's not just about people are afraid to give black people movies because we'll be way better at it (laughs) (laughs) exactly as we are are in all other forms of art and performance exactly what i'm about (laughs) movies are white people's last stand (laughs) (laughs) they've made it that way That's why people are fighting back now in the last like three years. Like, okay, we're <laughs> sick of this. Like, we're si- we killing y'all in basketball. Why can't we make movies? Why can't we? Right. You know. So that's yeah. I mean, this is a very positive podcast. I don't have a I don't have a lot to say. Um, as I'm saying, like there's there's little things here and there. Um, I I don't think it's spoiling, um, Black Klansman to say that at the end of the movie. <laughs> It basically brings us to know. Yeah. Um. Exactly. I don't think that spoils anything. You go through the movie, see the progress. But at the end of that movie, it comes back to know. And plus, I think I can spoil. To be honest, I can spoil. Sorry to bother you. More than I can spoil Black Klansman. <laughs> can you though? Uh, it's, it's 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 a lot. Like if you haven't seen it, even like explaining what yeah, happens at the end is gonna be no, so No, but weird. just like I had this fucking experience where I saw the end, I was like what the fuck, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I want to give everybody at least their what the fuck so their initial yeah. viewing um, but still want to talk about it so Please people are in current yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so fucking good I can't rem- recommend it so it kind of br- yeah so like Black Panther kind of brings it back to no and then we get back into the reality of it and that's 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 great I'm 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 you know I'm obviously for the moot of that point. Yeah, I think the defining theme of Black Klansman is like, hey, guess what? Racism is nothing, guys. Did you did you know? Did you did you realize? Yeah, it was about hey, this is this is how people. I think it was about a lot. What it did, it, a lot of what it did effectively is like, hey, this is really how these people spoke in the seventies. Yeah. Let's 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 be real. Let's not cook. Let, let's not cut out any of the middleman right here. Yeah. Let's do it now, and then at the end, it's like let's compare it to now. You know what I watched the other day? Um, I watched Blazing Saddles. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a Mel Brooks film from the 70s. It's about a black cowboy Mm -hmm. who becomes a sheriff of a very white town in, like, the Old West, right? Mm -hmm. And that's (laughs) kind of sort of similar, but it has that same vibe. And I was watching it, and I was, like, surprised by, like, how freely the word nigger was used around <laughs> by like the white people of the film yeah but and i know that back then when it came out it like made white people very uncomfortable mm. maybe almost the same way how django mm. came out and like oh they're using the word nigger so much i'm just like yeah i think like that's kind of how people spoke and to like yeah but I, also the thing with the also thing with, with 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 the nigger thing especially with django is like oh as a white person writing nigger i was like 
he's writing about racism. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's depicting <laughs> the antebellum South. So yes. like, what what is he supposed to do? It's literally a movie about slavery. So get over it. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you could get on it more when he uses it in fucking Pulp Fiction. But it's like he's writing Samuel L. Jackson's character, <laughs> who is a like, are we gonna are, <laughs> are we gonna nitpick every time we put a black person in there if the white writer? feels like in their regular dialect yeah. they'd say nigga a lot like like jewels from Pulp Fiction is from Watts like that nigga <laughs> that nigga uses <laughs> like what so I never I never got the point of that I was like yeah he uses niggas like yeah he knows his character mm-hmm. um so yeah um these are these are two great movies um I would encourage everybody to watch it I hope they win every award that they can win this sure. season sure. um I think it would be nice if the economy gave Spike the you know honor, lifetime achievement achievement award. I don't think it's good enough to be the best movie of the year, but I think it like is, it, it can be like the culmination of like all right, you made like twenty yeah, good yeah movies. you made like here's, here's, here's twenty good movies and you made this. a good movie this year and this is a very touchy year for everything yeah. and everybody. Let's, let's, so uh, maybe, let's, let's, let's chill maybe, black in, folks out. maybe instead of awarding the crazy rich Asians or some other ethnic group sure. or, or, or the LGBTQI team, <laughs> um, maybe we sh- should make sure we shore up the slighted non-awarded black man mm-hmm. that was working for 25, 30 years. <laughs> Um, that we never gave on a, a proper award to sure. in his directing and right. writing. Yeah. So I hope he really does win for that. Um, b- as good as Sorry to Bother You is, and I think when we do our year in wrap-up, I can kind of like summarize the year as, as to why I feel like it was a good enough product mm. to be in all of these conversations. Yeah, And it's why it's really upsetting to me that I have to accept that these movies that nobody's gotten a chance to see <laughs> are more worthy of they, they paid a check. <laughs> they paid these a check. these awards. Um, but like no, don't just tell me about you paid a check. Like you can't just pay the check and then I and then I no, have to see there, something there, there, there's that is ridiculous. In like, this performance is the best performance, and then there is niggas who will cut the check for people. Yeah, but I don't and care. Kind of got a yeah, but I don't out. care. As like. If they're paying a check to get these movies that nobody has seen into these awards, yeah. then guess what? I am seeing it. <laughs> and hopefully I can cultivate this platform mm-hmm. where if I say something, people can be like, yeah, I agree. And we can all galvanize to say, it, yeah. fuck your bumbo clout, mother. Sure. Move. Sure. Fuck an idea with. Sure. No care trick we. We get it. You're full of shit. You don't measure if you don't measure cultural <laughs> importance in movie. Don't bumblecloth talk to me about fucking movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't care if Vice comes out. If Vice comes out and it's the best movie I've ever seen, mm. I will come back here and say, "Yo, Vice was great." Best we'll have movie. a Vice fucking episode. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. But this is ridiculous. You can't have half the fucking categories going to shit that have no cultural importance. I will not stop saying it. You guys are full of shit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean that does it for me and those movies. I don't want to spoil any of them. Um, I don't. So we we can we can wrap this episode up. Guys, gather on for Christmas. Get the family together. Watch uh, Black Clansman. Yeah, <laughs> it will be good. You know what I mean? You you will enjoy. Make sure to watch Black Clansman with white people beside you if you can. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my that's my little. And look at them sternly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know and be like, so what you think? <laughs> What's your thoughts? Mm. Oh, this David Duke, huh? Mm. <laughs> Boy, still alive, huh? Yeah, still, still kicking still around. Kicking, still kind of doing what we're talking about in this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, any comments? If you if you guys watch the movie, um, any comments you want to drop, get you can get us on our IG. Yeah. Um, you can email pennysectionpod at gmail.com. Um, we'd love to hear anything that you had to say about these topics. Or send that. us weird ass questions. I would like. Yeah, send us. You can send us weird ass questions, or you can send us like, you know, episode suggestions or stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, we may laugh at you on the podcast as I read the, the sure. email. Um, but yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And we're about to wrap this up. And you guys can listen to this. We're gonna drop this before Christmas, so you guys can listen to this when you're, you know relatives annoy you mm-hmm. um 
And happy holidays, niggas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad, niggas. Feliz Navidad. Um, happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. You dirty Jews. <laughs> and we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.